In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, here with the 131st episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Today, we're going to title this episode, Quinn's Preview of the Two. 2019 offense. We started. We're gonna start off here with an interview I did with Coach Dan one on one. Shortly after the uh, conclusion of the mandatory mini camp, where we talk about uh, the offensive side of the ball. Last week we did the defense. Then we're gonna go through Grady Jarrett's deal, Deion Jones's contract with uh, Super Agent Drew Rosenhaus. Scheduled to be in town on Wednesday to get his deal done. Then a uh, great story by my colleague Steve Bar- Steve Hummer on Steve Barkowski. And we'll mention our position-by-position position preview for training camp to help you all get ready. As the rookies report on Thursday, the veterans on Sunday. Team hits the field on Monday, as the 2019 season will start to get underway here in the next few hours. But let's go to Coach Dan Quinn here first right away. Uh, we'll wrap up a little bit about, uh, you know, the offseason. And uh, then he goes into our breakdown of the offense for the upcoming 2019 season. Let's get you here to Coach Dan Quinn. Coach, let's talk about the offense here as we head into the, uh, you know, kind of the throws of the, the dead yeah, period yeah. after minicamp. Uh, just kind of want to go with position by position, quarterback, running back, fullback, tight end, and yep. uh, offensive line. You, we don't have to spend much time on quarterback, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I think the, uh, you know, the three quarterbacks that are on the roster now, uh, obviously I thought Matt, you know, through a hell of an offseason getting ready, his, uh, you know, reconnection with Dirk has been good. It's been important for Matt Schaub as well. Mm-hmm. And then we tried to get Banker a lot of reps. He's going to play a lot in the preseason. We want to see what we have there. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, he, um, uh, uh, Coach Knapp said he didn't want to bring another guy in and take the snaps from Banker. Yeah, that's the part we're, like, committed to developing him. So now we need to see him in the games and see him perform. And the running back group, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, of course, getting Freeman back. Yeah. But Olison and uh, and then the Brooks, uh, Jones Brooks kid looks yep. like he impressed you all, too. There's been, uh, as far as our group goes from, you know, the first, guy to the you know last guy is probably as connected as can free looks terrific we mm-hmm, think okay. about the, the conversation but the combination of, of Ido, Ido and Brian and Kenyon and mm-hmm. um, Tony like 
and in Quadri. So all of them have some unique stuff about them. But that group has been really impressive. And uh, it'll definitely, you know, have a factor who has special teams roles. Return game, cover game, you know, so those are the things that they're going to space. But uh, it is good to see 24 back, uh, the energy that he brings to the team, his quickness. And it was a very difficult year for him. And so to see uh, his the natural, you know, free comeback uh-huh. has been really good to see. And uh, uh, at fullback, Ricky and Stalker, I guess. Is yeah, how y'all that's where we've had. We've worked Jaden there some. And again, that has a, a lot to do with um, on the special teams mm-hmm. role of things because we've worked all of them in at fullback. And then on their offensive role, what would their defensive role be? So we're talking about quarters of guys need to play. But, okay. uh, that'll be some of those that, uh-huh. group that, we're, that you just said, said. And wide receiver, you got the three, but it looks like there's some spots. Yeah, that's right. Three, uh, Engage is somebody a lot of people have uh, been interested in. Yeah, they should be. Uh, uh-huh. His progress has been really good. And so sometimes the unintended consequence of a guy like Julio missing some time, okay, gives Gage uh, the chance to say, all right, I can be counted. On. Mm-hmm. I can have a role in this offense this year to do things. So uh, he's been certainly one that I've been impressed with. Uh, Hardy, uh, you know, it's coming back and been really reliable like he has. I thought Mosa knew has probably had the best offseason since he's been with us. Mm-hmm. Fit, ready, decisive, um, just like on a mission to, to, to go. And so, and then some of the new guys uh, that are joining, you know, what's their role on teams. And so uh, Gray's been one, Blake's been one, and, uh, and some of the uh, the undrafted rookies on offense have been a big space, as well as Marcus Green. Uh, tight end wise, it looks like you got two blockers. Uh, yep. Well, you got a bunch of them, but the, the, the top two blockers, yeah. and then uh, Saubert and behind Hooper. And are you con- uh, concerned or or or, or uh, not concerned, but? Uh, you know, I want to see some continued growth from Hooper. Yeah, from Hoop, I thought, um, you know, where he was over the last, you know, like the improvement just keeps getting better. Now they're, mm-hmm. he's ready to go to another level, and I'm looking forward to seeing him make that growth and having the addition of Mike here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's done everything Mike's asked in terms of him getting ready, so uh, that connection has been good. Adding Luke and, um, you know, Logan into a group already that's mm-hmm. ready to go. They Sometimes the veteran guys can just provide some insight for another player. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's another way to look at something, and I'll do that. And the O-line, is, that's where a lot of the potential is going to yeah. be uh, when camp starts. Uh, yeah. uh, how are you looking forward to that thing to shake out? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, with the addition of the two free agents and Jamon and James, uh, that's been what we hoped it would be, and they've had good off-seasons. And then with the addition from the draft picks, you know, of Chris and Caleb, uh, their learning has gone fast. And okay. They fast-tracked it. So uh, they'll be ready to compete, you know, right for it, right from the get-go. But I would say probably those seven guys, uh, Ty, Caleb, Jake, Alex, uh, the four guards I listed, Wes, uh, those, you know, call it, was that about eight or nine guys are really in the forefront of it right now. Mm-hmm. And Gonneau and Harlow, guys that yep. y'all been trying to develop. Yep, Gonneau's been, uh, uh, been somebody that's uh, had a good offseason. We've played him at two spots okay. at guard and tackle, where last year he wasn't, he he didn't, wasn't, yeah, he wasn't ready for that. Okay. And uh, now he is. And okay. so, um, you know, that group has uh, very good competitiveness to it, mm-hmm. but uh, I like the size, I like their movement, I like mm-hmm. their attitude. Um, I'm hopeful uh, we've recaptured, you know, the essence of what we're looking for in that position. Mm-hmm. 
There he is, Coach Dan Quinn, walking us through the offense here as training camp is set to start here on Monday in earnest with the real practice. Uh, the rookies will come in on Thursday, get their orientation, uh, get acclimated to the buildings, and uh, be ready for practice on Monday. Veterans can come in on Sunday and uh, hit the ground running. So let's talk about Grady Jarrett. He signed his uh, agreed to terms yesterday for $68 million, 42.5 of it's guaranteed. $18 million signing bonus moving forward. Uh, there's some discussion on Twitter. Uh, but, you know, certainly when you play, outplay your draft status, uh, you know, people like to see you get rewarded for that. And Grady Jarrett has certainly done that. Uh, he's got a, you know, got his new deal for the next three years. And the good thing for him is that if he keeps playing at a high level, uh, you know, they'll tear that up in his fourth year and uh, get him a new contract. Uh, you know, Geno Atkins was one of the first defensive uh, tackles to get to that second contract. So that was a good thing for him. Then that's also a good thing for the Falcons. They're locked in for three years, uh, maybe four. Uh, Grady's still playing well, no problem. They'll pay him. They've shown that. If he uh, is not or something happens along the way, then, you know, he's got a, a you know fair market value deal, maybe slightly above, uh, to, to go out there and be proud of and go play with. So uh, now the next order of business is Deion Jones, who's set to enter the last year of his rookie contract. But they want to wrap him up now. And this is a little bit early. We've seen in the past where the Falcons have uh, taken it into October for the players in their last year, their contracts. Uh, but, you know, they started kind of changing that with Devontae Freeman a couple years back. They went a little early with him. Looks like they're willing to go a little early here with Deion Jones. It's actually to their benefit to go in there early before Bobby Wagner resets the market uh, at the middle linebacker position. The fine uh, all-pro guy for the Seattle uh, Seahawks. So, you know, getting Dion early, wrapping him up to a, a good deal would uh, certainly be uh, a good thing for the Falcons moving forward. And just a couple things to point you to here as we wrap up. Uh, Steve Barkowski's out in Montana uh, running a lodge and uh, fishing and recreation lodge for, you know, the corporate types that want to get away and experience fly fishing and, uh, you know, just the great outdoors and so forth. Uh, Steve's been great to um, the AJC over the years. Uh, always takes my phone calls. I know that. And he's good friends with Steve Hummer. And uh, Steve went out to Montana to spend a little time with him, talk about his change uh, of lifestyle and uh, what he's doing out there. And Curtis Compton, our fine photographer, went out there with him, too. So there are links to those stories in the uh, Cover 9 at 9 blog for the story Steve did, the uh, column he wrote about his uh, having such a great day out on the lake, uh, fishing and so forth with Barkowski, and then certainly Curtis has some fine pictures of how pretty the scenery is out there and uh, had some sparkling pictures of some of the fish they caught and released back into the wildlife. Uh, highly recommend that. 
And then if you need to get ready here for camp, uh, over the last 10 days we've been running the position-by-position breakdown. He started with the special teams, moved through the defense, and today the 10th uh, installments on AJC.com with the running back situation. Of course, you know, that's all about, hey, uh, they're not even worried about Devontae Freeman. They think he's back, and we'll see that. Uh, Hopefully the line can block for him this year. They finished 27th in the league in rushing last year. 31st out of 32 teams and stuff runs by, uh, you know, gains of uh, runs of no gains or losses. So that was why they revamped the line, spent $80 million to that regard, uh, because they have to throw off for their running game. That makes it that much harder when they're not running the ball well. Uh, so, you know, it all starts up front. And, uh, you know, if you got a back like Freeman, he, he might not need that much room, but uh, they need a little bit better uh, spacing than they've had uh, over the last two years. And, you know, they think he's healthy. So uh, can he return to 2016 form and 2015 form? That would definitely be a a big bonus for the Falcons for this season. Uh, That's one of the storylines heading into camp, you know, that uh, that we talk about in the the position-by-position drills. Accordingly, uh, at safety, it's the uh, whether Ricardo Allen and uh, Keanu Neal can return to form. Those are big issues back there. And then at cornerback, it's Ken uh, Isaiah Oliver take over there. How's Casey going to be? Uh, can Desmond Trufant regain his Pro Bowl form? At linebackers, just about Deion Jones' health. And Fourier Ulakan, uh, one of the breakthrough players of last year. Can he continue to hold it down at weak side linebacker? Up front, defensively on the line, uh, you know, Tack and Big Beasley. Can you get a pass rush out of that? Can they stop the run, too? They uh, didn't do uh, anything uh, up front, you know, when all the injuries started to compound. Of course, we talked about the line at nauseum off of the offseason. Can Hooper be one of the elite tight ends in the league? That's one of our issues we discuss. Of course, the wide receivers or or uh, perhaps the top unit on the team. But Calvin Ridley's the guy we focused on. Can he make another big leap here in his second year? And you heard Coach Quinn here today talking about Russell Gage. So, And then at quarterback, it's just a matter of can they find out if Kirk Bennert can play at the NFL level. They know what Matt Ryan is. They know what Matt Schaub is. And uh, if Kirk can play, maybe he's eventually the um, – Air apparent to the shop backup position. So, yeah, when you get a chance, uh, you can go into the link for the uh, uh, running back story today. And then we have the series starting from the beginning, uh, position by position at the bottom of each of the stories. So you can uh, spend some time with that to help you get ready for Falcons starting training camp. So with that, we're going to exit here from the... 131st episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Hey, summer's almost over. It's time for football. It's around the corner here. The Falcons reporting on Thursday. The rookies, veterans on Sunday and practice on Monday. Take care and have a great rest of your week.
hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.